So welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. On today's episode, there is going to be four of us talking, and we have four decades here. So me, Sam Altieri, um, we have Nicole Garrett, we have Kim Schlag, and Susan Niebergall. And together, the four of us, four strong women, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, supporting these four decades. And we are going to be talking about all things fitness, health, and anything that you guys want to hear about, we will be talking about it. So on today's first episode, we're going to be going over getting into the weights area, starting out in the gym if you are new, um, and how to kind of make that transition from the non-gym life to the gym life, or just getting into a routine. Um, So throughout the podcast, we're going to be hearing from all four of us, and all be giving input on strategies and tips uh, to making your life even better than it is now. So to start off, we're going to do some short introductions, and I'm going to, uh, I'll start off quickly. So I'm Sam Altieri. I am 27 years old, located in the Boston area, and I am an online coach. Um, I have a business called Balance with Sam, and I also have my own podcast, the Balance with Sam podcast. Um, my, I guess my philosophy deals a lot with finding your um, the empowerment and how strong you can be in the gym, and also helping people lose fat and just feel their best and feel confident and how the weights can can do that for you. Um, so then I'm going to hand it over to Nicole and we'll go from there. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. My name is Nicole Garrett. I am a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I also train online. I, um, brief description about me. I'm just sort of a hot mess mom trying to <laughs> lift weights, eat healthy, make sure my kids don't die, um, and help other busy moms just sort of nail down their nutrition, pick up some weights and have fun doing it. Awesome. I awesome. am I am Kim Schlag. I am an online fat loss and strength coach from the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. I um, help women stop yo-yo dieting, get lean, and learn how to lift weights. Hell yeah! <laughs> awesome. And last but not least, <laughs> I, I'm I'm the grandmother of the group. <laughs> Grandma I Susan. Am, uh, Susan. <laughs> I am Susan. I am Susan I'm 58 years old. I am located in Virginia, just out of the Washington D.C. area, just outside of D.C. I am owner of Susan Ebergall Fitness, an online um, online coach. Um, I am also partner with Jordan Syatt in the Inner Circle Group Coaching. Um, group that we have. I have a podcast, Strong and Lean at Any Age. And basically, I am just here to uh, tell everyone it's never too late to feel better, move better, get as strong as you want and beat uh, all the middle age issues, uh, menopause, perimenopause, all that. Never too late. Awesome. Well, all you guys, me included, I think we're all like super excited to get this started and to have just input from, you know, all of our all of our ages and life experiences. So me being in my 20s, um, you know, I have a lot to learn and a lot more life to live, whereas we're going all the way up to Susan, where she's she's gone through a lot of life and she has a lot of wisdom to offer and Nicole and Kim right in the middle kind of sandwiched in, in thirties and forties. So you guys are going to get the full package. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. So I guess the first thing I want to talk about is getting into the weights area. I know that like all of us lift weights currently and have found uh, confidence and empowerment in lifting weights. And it's definitely changed all of our lives. I can assure everyone listening that that's the case. So um, my big, the big, big question I have right now is how do you get started? If you are a, um, a newbie and you've never really lifted weights before and you want to get started, but you don't want to like hurt yourself. You want to make sure you're doing the right thing. What do you recommend as like the biggest few tips as someone getting into the weights? So let's start off uh, with you, Nicole. Um, sure. So I think first things, I, I'm going to have a different take than I think the rest of you. Um, I would just say first things first, like the more you do something, the more comfortable you get at it. So of course, your first time venturing in the weight section um, is going to feel completely overwhelming and you're going to be nervous, feel like a moron. Um, and that's okay because everybody had to start there. And I think the more that you yeah. go, the better, um, the better you're going to be at it. Um, but my sort of alternative 
like alternative advice would be to just get out of a big box gym and look for a smaller boutique style gym. So I think we're um, in a pretty cool time where there's a lot of community-based gyms that are opening up that are sort of the CrossFit model, um, but not CrossFit workouts. Um, but they're totally mm-hmm. focused on community. So you're walking into a gym where it's not just a weight room. You're actually going to take a class. You're going to have a coach there, you know, all the time helping you. And I mean, I'm someone who never went to the open weight section at the gym where all the guys were, unless my husband was with me. I would always go into the women's section. And the women's section is just not as good as the men's section as far as equipment goes. Um, But I I would Mm -hmm. always feel too nervous. Um, And so for me, the difference when I got really comfortable um, strength training was actually you know, starting a home gym, first off, like I bought everything from my home gym from a squat rack and barbells and everything you can imagine. But um, that's not completely feasible for everyone. So I got really comfortable in my home gym where it was just me by myself. And then I realized I need more equipment. um, And I want to be around people. (laughs) Yeah, because it gets lonely. You can only listen to Drake so much. Um, (laughs) And then I decided to join like a CrossFit community type gym instead of going back to a big box gym because the thought of it just literally made my stomach turn um and the nice thing about um the gym I train at is I've never walked I've never gone to a class or walked in or felt like somebody is staring at me or judging me you know what I mean and I feel like you can feel like that in a big box gym in the weight room um and I never felt like that it's just more of a community where you're going and you're you know you're seeing people that you see every day and you're creating friendships and something about that just makes it feel so much more comfortable and when you make those friends you can go and ask them for help like I don't know about you girls but I'm not going over to the biggest guy in the gym and being like hey you want to help me with my squat form absolutely not not (laughs) but in a smaller community-based type gym I'm absolutely gonna go over to the biggest guy and be like hey dude can you help me with my squat form can you help me out scared of that and so I feel like that's why my take is a little bit different because I work out in a little bit different atmosphere um, than a lot of other people but for me that has made me feel so much more comfortable that honestly I could walk into the weight room of a big box gym and I would not give a crap now because because, yeah because now I have the experience and I have the confidence so yeah yeah the confidence is huge I think that's the big thing when when starting out it's like you're not confident you feel like everyone's looking at you um that's such a common feeling and I think building on that if um one of the best things you can do if you can afford it is getting a coach to help you for even just a few sessions in person Mm. to help you with the form if that's something you can do I highly recommend it if that's not something you can do or you just prefer not to another really solid option is to look online Um, find some good tutorials and practice them on your own. If you don't feel comfortable going to the gym right away, you can look online and find a tutorial for how to do a goblet squat and a kettlebell deadlift and um, a push-up and a row and do them at home and take them one move at a time and go from there. So if you, let's say you go to the gym typically to work out on the cardio machines, you could head to the gym, do your treadmill scope out the area where you can do some weights and literally practice one move that you've kind of nailed at home so that you start getting comfortable. And then the next time you go, add on a second move and then, you know, kind of build from there so that you don't feel really intimidated by the atmosphere. Um, I know I have resources on my Instagram page. If you search the hashtag uh, Kim Schlag fitness tutorials, you'll find some really easy ones. I think the other ladies have those um, as well. Um, So you can kind of self teach. Yeah, that's a, that's great. Uh, I think, you know, finding, finding just one thing to do at a time is so, is so helpful rather than trying to go from zero to a hundred, right? Like yeah, because, you have to know how to do mm-hmm. everything all at once. Yeah. Cause that's when you get overwhelmed and you're like, Oh my God, I can't do anything. I'm just not going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's that sense of overwhelm. I have to go from zero to, I know what I'm doing and you don't, there's a mm-hmm. whole range of possibilities in the middle there. 
Mm -hmm. And I think to to just jump off that point quickly before we let Susan talk, I think that we're still learning too. You know, all of us as coaches, like we're still trying to improve our form and our technique on things that we've been maybe doing for decades. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm sure Susan can say like she's been lifting for however long. Right. And she's still trying to get better. So it's like it's like you're never you're never there. You're always all the time, all the time. I still send my coach videos of me lifting and I still get feedback back about things I need to Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you've never arrived. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and on to Susan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, we're all still learning. And yeah, I've been doing this for longer than several of you have been alive. So yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's always um, it's always there's always room to to um, to learn and to improve. Always, always. Um, and it really, I don't have a whole lot more to add here except. Um, My first thought is that, yeah, if you can hire somebody, that would be the best thing to do, because not only can they guide you with technique, but they can get you more comfortable in the gym and and show you where everything is. So when you do go the next time, you are really more familiar with it. But if you are going in on your own, um, you know, a couple things have you have to have a plan. I was talking to a 26 year old in my gym actually just an hour ago and and we had this same conversation. You can't walk in and, and not have a plan. You will spin your wheels. You will end up down on the elliptical or the treadmill as a result because you don't know what to do. Um, and, and I know we all have resources. I have a, a five-day, a free five-day course on starting your strength, how to start from the ground floor and, and add on some nutrition basics. And so th- that is on my Instagram or my, um, on my website. And, and that is just literally doing what everyone has said keeping things at a very, very basic level and getting good at that and then adding on to that. And I think that's really the key. If you go in with a plan and have it very basic, nothing fancy, and then build on that every single time you go. I think that's really a good way to start and keep it simple and keep it um, easy so that the next time you go, you feel even more confident about what you're doing. And every single time it gets more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, um, I mean, following up on what the three of you said, I couldn't agree more. And I think the the biggest thing, at least for me, when I started lifting, which was only like five years ago, um, was just feeling comfortable and like not everyone was looking at me. I think I was very, very insecure and aware of everyone else thinking that they had it all figured out and like that they were all looking at me doing it wrong and so it was it was hard you know like starting out in a in a place where you're not comfortable and you're maybe you're not comfortable with your body even <sighs> so not being confident in yourself and then being in this new place like those two things that's like a recipe for like emotional disaster you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I found that if you're if you're not able to hire a coach um, and you know you're not doing the, the boutique gym thing that a, another good strategy too is going with a yeah. friend that maybe has some lifting experience mm-hmm. because you know you're not going to be paying your friend and if if you have a resource that is right there that's willing to help you I'm sure they had a friend that helped them learn or they had a coach or they had someone to teach them something or they looked up you know tutorials so they can at least get you started and almost like hold your hand through the the discomfort until you start to get a little bit of traction and and feel a little bit more confident walking into the weights area because I know as a female it's you're usually the minority in the weights section so it can be a little bit intimidating to step foot in a in a place yeah for sure that's how I got started you know a friend showed me yeah yeah and so I'm sure that for you like did that did that make your transition into the weights area easier yeah, for sure. I was terrified. I didn't at all know what I was doing. And having him there right next to me saying, now do this, now try this. Yeah. yeah. For, and I, he was with me for three months. And still the day he moved away and I had to walk into that gym the first time by myself, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was still nervous. I was still nervous. But I will say it gets better um, when you do it. When you, The yeah. more you do it, the better you feel. Um, and you still might have people approach you and make you feel funny. I've had people approach and try and correct me and on my form. And I'm thinking, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so if those kind of things happen, you'd have to kind of let it roll off your back um, and just be confident in what you're doing. Because, you know, it's like anything else. You, you have to practice it. You, I mean, it's yeah. like any skill. 
um, to, and, and to get confident and comfortable, you just have to practice it because the more you do, the more familiar you are and, and then the less intimidating it gets. And, you know, setting foot in a gym, can, whether it's whatever section of it, can be intimidating for some people too. Just going to a gym mm-hmm. can be intimidating. And, you know, for those people, just want to add to, you know, set your goal is literally to get your foot inside that door, you know, get yeah. your foot inside the door. And maybe you venture over to the stationary bike or the treadmill or whatever you're comfortable with. And then maybe the next time you stay a little longer. And then maybe the next time um, you're or after a couple of times, you feel comfortable enough to talk to somebody there and get a coach there to help you go upstairs to the weight area or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, just getting there and then building on that. Yeah. And I would say too, like, if someone did approach you and tries to correct your form or, you know, says something negative, I think you have a, a reply ready, you know, just in case that happens. So you're not like, oh, da, 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 and like you run away scared and never come back. But I think your reply is just like, hey, buddy, like I'm trying to do the hey, best buddy. I can. Please <laughs> leave me alone so you don't discourage me from ever walking in the gym again. Like just make them feel like shit. <laughs> I guess I'll take a different take on that one. I would just yeah. say, look at him and say, thank you and walk away. Yeah. I yeah. be done yeah. with that. You know what? I think it's whatever you're comfortable with. You could totally Absolutely. take that, that sassy Nicole approach. I think I would probably just be like, thank you. I've totally got this. Yeah. You know? And yeah. you know, it will probably take repeating yourself several times, but that's okay. You know, absolutely. But yeah. Nicole, you sound a little sassier than the rest of us. <laughs> Nicole's so sassy. I love it. <laughs> I'm like the opposite. I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm like, so not confrontational. <laughs> but let me tell you this. Trust, trust me. That's not how I am now. <laughs> yeah. But you have to remember, like, if you're new and someone comes up to you, I mean, they literally, I'm sure there are people who have gone to gyms, they've had some jerk say something to them, and they've never gone back. And they're, and yeah, they're still not working for sure out. that happened. And that's like real, I had a client once she was working out in a big box gym, and the trainer approached her on three different occasions to be like, why are you doing that exercise? And she'd be like, I have an online trainer, like, leave me alone. And he literally was just trying to get business from her, but she was just infuriated that this guy, like, you know, had the balls come at her. But then the nice part is she had me to come to so that I could, like, sort of calm her down and, like, you know, this is what you say next time. Not everybody has that. And so that's what I don't want is for a woman to go into a gym and have some jerk say something to her, and then she never wants to go back. Because that, to me, is just, like, that's unacceptable. Yeah. I think the important part is just being prepared in your mind, knowing like, hey, if somebody comes up and says something to me, it doesn't mean I'm doing anything wrong. And it's fine. And this is just something that might or might not happen. And if it does, I'm fine. I can just say thanks or how Nicole put it or whatever. (laughs) But just knowing in your mind that it doesn't mean anything about how you are performing at all. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe that guy just thinks you're cute and just trying That's to That's a possibility to you, too. you know? There's like, all kinds of possibilities. Things happen. Yeah. Like people just try to sometimes communicate and are just really bad at it. So just give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, they just think I'm cute. I'm going to get on with my workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, have you guys, so now I kind of want to know like your, uh, your first time stepping into a gym, like what was that like? Uh, maybe it was recently um, within the past, you know, few years or 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Uh, do you guys remember your first time getting into the gym or at least like getting into the weights area? Uh, what that was like or maybe a funny story from from that time? I guess we'll start with you again, Nicole. Um, gosh, this was, well, now I'm old. So this was a long time ago, probably my early 20s. Um, and I basically sort of started with the cardio machines and then um, – would do the weight section and the women's section. I would sort of stay out of the, you know, the open section with the men. Um, Mostly too, because Mm -hmm. I kind of looked like, I looked like shit when I went to the gym. And when I would go into the open section, there were girls in like their cute sports bra and like their makeup was done and they just looked so hot. And I was like, that's not (laughs) me. Um, But by the way, that's kind of me now. Like I always have full makeup on in the gym and 
cute outfits but <laughs> that's okay shameless <laughs> but um so for me I guess it was an intimidation of I, oh I don't look like that girl so what am I doing over here mm-hmm. And I don't want to mess up in front of all these guys who are, like, lifting and know what they were doing. But, by the way, they probably didn't even know what they were doing. Mm. That's my memory. Yeah. All right. What about you, Kim? So, um, when I was a teenager, uh, we went. I was with a group of friends. And most of them were guys. And this one friend of mine, her name was Corey. She was bragging about how much she could bench press, which, honestly, I didn't even know what that was. And they didn't believe her. And so we all went to this little, like, hole-in-the-wall gym to watch Corey bench press. And whatever, I wish I knew what, what she bench pressed. But I remember we were all gathered around her, and she did it. Like, she lifted this crazy amount of weight. And I remember <laughs> thinking, I want to do that. Like, yeah. I want to do that. Like, this is amazing. And But where I was, I didn't have the resources to do that. This gym was nowhere near me. And I kind of just, like, let it drift out of my head. But mm-hmm. over the years, like I was probably 16 or 17 when that happened. Over the years, I would think about that. And I was always drawn to the idea of doing that. Yeah. Um, and I dabbled with like, you know, P90X and those kind of things, took some classes. But it wasn't until I was in my early 40s um, that I actually learned how to strength train. Um, so that was the friend I was talking about a little bit earlier. Uh, he offered to help me because I was not being successful with losing weight. Um, I was very into like, I'm going to cardio and do a little bit, you know, maybe five or 10 minutes of weights. And he said, you know, there's a better way. And he, mm. taught, he taught me how to lift. And I was hooked from, I was hooked from the first week because I saw, I just was, like I said, there was always this idea in my mind that this would be cool to do. And mm-hmm. I have to say, every time I went, I was excited to see what I could do that I couldn't do before. I still, right to this day, I just worked out this morning and I'm still excited every time I get there to see like, what am I going to be better at? And, you know, and I'm not always better. Sometimes I'm worse, <laughs> but over time I always, you know, I love, I love the idea of getting stronger. Um, I love the idea of seeing my muscles starting to pop. I find it really exciting. Hell yeah. Me too. I think everyone can agree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about you, Susan? You know, I don't remember. Um, gosh, it, uh, <laughs> like, I just I blacked out that part. Of my I have no idea. Um, it was in the '80s is when I first started, um, and yeah, I took classes at the beginning, so I have a vague memory of high high intensity aerobics classes, a lot of that, um, and I started working with a trainer shortly after. Oh, nice. Were you in a leotard in classes? You know, <laughs> you know, uh, sense of community and that kind of thing. So may- maybe that's what it was. But once I started working on one with a trainer, that particular all the way through um, the day before my, my son was born. Um, oh, wow. After that, I worked with, oh, gosh, over the years, maybe six different people after that, seven different people. And, and just focused strength training. But the interesting part, because the, the diet piece wasn't in place, the mindset wasn't in place, the yo-yoing was happening, and it was until um, to the 50s that I truly found the love for it all, the, the, the approach and, and the coach who just changed everything. Um, so, yeah, so it, it really kind of a fuzzy beginning, a long stretch of working with people, getting stronger all the time, getting stronger, but just never being able to put all the pieces together until um, age like 53, 54. Well, like you said, it's never too late. <laughs> I'm sure you're glad you started when you did, you know, it's like what every, about, oh, yeah. every day, you know, <laughs> what about you, Sam? What was your first time? Um, I, let's see, I stepped foot into the gym. I had been in gyms throughout college, just like being a, like a college athlete, but I didn't really like know what I was doing. I think I remember doing a lot of lat pull downs. I have no idea why it just looked like a machine that I could handle yeah. and I knew how to yeah. use it. Like you just pull this thing down to your chest, right? Okay. Um, so that's cool. But um, it wasn't until like maybe two years of being a pretty hardcore cardio bunny and also doing so much plyometric work that I never want to do another jump squat again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I did a lot of jump squat, jump lunges, jump things that I just really didn't like. Um, 
And, but I just didn't know that there was another way to be totally honest. I just like, that's, that's like what you had to do to lose weight. And it wasn't until I had a friend um, or I had made a friend solely because he kept bugging me to stop doing those workouts that was like, you should start lifting weights. And I was like, I don't even know you. I don't want to lift weights. Get out of here. And he finally convinced me to do a workout with him. Um, and it was, it was amazing. Like exactly what you said, Kim, I think, uh, once I had that first strength training workout, it blew my mind. Like I went home that night. I like, I vividly remember that and just said to myself, whoa, what just happened? I actually enjoyed that hour, you know, and like in the past, I, I dreaded the hour that I was doing that plyometric work or the cardio. And I would like count down the minutes till it was over. And with lifting, it was like, I could have, I want to keep going. Like, I know I I need to go home and eat dinner and like go to bed, but that was really fun. So then I was just hooked from there. It was kind of just like a a week into it and I I didn't want to stop. Very cool. Yeah. But yeah. I think we all kind of started probably doing not the right thing. And yeah, but I think it, it's kind of a testament to anything, right? Like if you don't just start, then you won't get anywhere. Uh, so you kind of have to figure out what doesn't work or the wrong path in order to at least find the the closer or the the right path. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's great. Does um, do do you guys have some some interesting like stories of clients maybe or like people that you've seen throughout throughout your time in the gym where you've seen them transform from um a, like a total cardio person or being scared of lifting weights and maybe like you've seen that you've seen it click with them where they have this new like glow about them or you can almost see a new uh, like what you know, and like a client 2.0, like their confidence now starts to like radiate as you as you see them. Has have any of you guys experienced that oh, with yeah. any of your clients? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I I sure I I have several actually, and because most of the people that come to me are middle aged women who want the confidence, who want to get strong, who want to help with menopause and perimenopause, and um, once they get settled into a routine. And they get just that little taste of confidence. It's crazy amazing what happens. Um, and the videos I get and the emails are so different now. And the love for what they're doing is just enormous. And as a coach, you can't ask for anything more than that. You know, they, they have found it and they're building on it every day. And that's exactly why we all do what we do, you know, for, to help people and to, and to see that. Um, it's, it's amazing. And um the, the, the confidence piece, I think, is one of the biggest because that transfers over to every aspect of our lives. As in the, and as you go through life, um, you can never, ever have too much confidence in anything. And, and, you know, there are days where I'm not confident about things. I mean, we all have things that we can work on and get better at and be more confident in. And to see that actually happen with someone who's in their middle age years, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think the biggest the biggest change with my clients is that they start strength training and they start dialing in their nutrition and they, they don't really see the scale moving too much, but then their clothes don't fit anymore. Like they're, they start getting looser and then they're like, Oh my gosh, I need to go down to pant size. And then that's when it clicks for them. And they're like, Holy crap, this strength training thing really does work. I don't have to live (laughs) on a treadmill like this works. Um, and then the even better part is that they're like, screw the scale now. They're like, I don't really mm-hmm. care about the scale because my clothes fit different. You know, my must I can, they start to see a little muscle in their arms and shoulders. And, and I think that's the click for my clients is, you know, they see that strength training actually does really work. And I'm not just blowing smoke up their butts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would love to tell you guys about a woman named Barbara. She's been with me a little over a year. She's already long since lost all the weight she had set out to lose and she's maintaining her weight now. Um, one of her big goals, so she's in her sixties. I want to say she's 63 and she's five years past double knee replacement surgery. And one of her main goals besides the weight loss was um, being able to get up off the ground without needing to like make it a big production and like use her hands to push her up. And she just didn't have very much strength in her legs at all. Um, And so she um, has worked really, really hard 
And um, she could not do a single lunge when she started. And so we kind of, we skipped past that for a while and focused on um, doing goblet squats and she got really strong with them. And then we moved on to doing land lunges with the landmine. Um, and just, oh gosh, about two months ago, she started doing bodyweight lunges and she is just killing it. And she's so happy because she can sit on the ground to garden and work in her work with her plants and she can stand up without supporting herself anymore. And it's a huge deal. So it's about looks and it's about how you feel, but it's also about being able to do like real life stuff that you couldn't do before. Yeah. yeah. That actually, that's like, that's a great point. And maybe that, that'll be one of um kind of the last, like the last big topics we talk about. But I think as soon as for me anyways, and maybe you guys can agree, but as soon as I, kind of switched my my thinking from oh I want to look this way or I want to be this weight to oh I want to perform at this way or like I want to be able to functionally do x y or z or I want to be able to squat this as soon as my goals changed from aesthetic to performance that's when I noticed the biggest change in not only my mindset but my physique like as soon as I stopped focusing on my physique that's when my physique changed the most um (laughs) which you know it always it happens like that but um in terms of making goals right so um, for everyone that's listening, if you're new in the gym and you're you're starting out, eventually after you start to become a little bit more confident and you get into the gym and it starts to become more routine, you're going to want to set some some more goals once you're familiar with like what you can currently achieve and then what you want to achieve. Um, and in terms of like functional goals or performance goals, like can you guys maybe talk about like some good suggestions or some goals that that people can have or can make based on, you know, just starting out, like what is a good baseline, um, like target goal that clients or, you know, new people can, can start to, to aim towards as they're getting into things. For sure. Uh, yeah. So let's start with, I guess, Nicole again. Yeah, sure. I'll go. So one of the things um, I do a lot of group coaching programs too. Um, and the one of the things I always start out with is sort of this benchmark workout, which doesn't even involve any weights. It's basically just a 12 minute AMRAP of body weight stuff. Um, and so I have them do that on their first day. And we record how many rounds and reps they get. And then I have them do that on their last day. So it's the last workout. It's usually like a 12-week program. And we measure, you know, the increase of rounds and reps they got um, from their first day until their last day over 12 weeks. And everybody does better. And everybody feels better. Usually the first workout, they're like, oh, I was huffing and puffing. That was so hard. And then the last one, they're like, oh my gosh, I got three more rounds. I just killed that. And I think, um, you know, not only getting stronger is important, but your endurance is important. You know, we want to have, you know, heart health and cardio is, you know, the way we're going to do that, but it just doesn't have to be on the treadmill. You don't have to be logging miles, you know, running on the pavement outside. Um, you can do that with body weight, hit style, MRAP type workouts. And so for me, that's what I love to do with a lot of my clients is, you know, measure how they did on that body weight workout from, you know, one week one to week 12. That's a great idea. Cool. All right. So I have two. Uh, one of my very favorite things is to help women get their first push-up. I think we all have had these experiences. You know, you're in high school and everybody has to do push-ups and you you struggle to do it and you kind of look funny and you're, you're frustrated. And so I think I think every woman who's ever come to me um, has been excited about learning how to do a push-up. And it is so rewarding when they can finally do it. Um, so I love having that goal and working towards it. Um if you have a ton of weight to lose, it can be a little bit frustrating at first. As you as you lose the weight, it gets easier. You're pushing less body weight. Um, so another really, really good one I like is learning how to deadlift your body weight um, and doing whatever piece of equipment you have. A trap bar is great, um, whatever. Um, again, I think people really like it because you feel really strong when you're talking about pulling that kind of weight. And the, the in-person clients I have, like I can see them glowing as they're getting heavier. And yeah. when they can find me, like they're like, I'm, I'm picking up something that's over a hundred pounds. Like I can't wait to go home and tell my husband yeah. you know? and, I'll, and I'll get these emails from my online clients and they're just so excited that they can do it because it, it's a lot of weight. So those are two of the big ones for me, deadlifting and push-ups. That's great. What about you, Susan? Um, yeah, push-ups for sure. That That is always, I get asked about push-ups every day, I think. Um, 
and, and how to progress a push-up. And there's a ton of ways to progress a push-up. And I think people, that that's a sense of power. I think there's something out there with women that in upper body strength and, and um, thinking that they can't do some things and push-ups are one of those, but they most certainly can. Um, as well as chin-ups, I get, I definitely get asked about chin-ups literally every day and how to get a chin-up. And, and even if you're just starting out, there's ways you can start preparing to get your first chin-up by doing some simple exercises. So progressing chin-ups from day one yeah. um, with a hollow hold or something like that, for sure, super, super good to do. Um, and, the, and then the other thing is just um, getting comfortable with like it, 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 I think Nicole was mentioning doing the body weight stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, start there. And and if you take like a squat, for instance, get get really comfortable with proper technique and form on a body weight squat. Add holding a goblet in front of you, a dumbbell or a kettlebell, and then progress that right. to a heavier one, and then progress that to a bar on your back, and then progress that to adding weight on that bar. You know, there's a tons of ways, tons of ways to progress those kinds of things. And those are probably the ones I get asked about the most. Yeah. I think the body weight, just like nailing down body weight squats for most mm-hmm. people is really hard. Like proper like mechanics, getting your knees out, like keeping your chest up high. I think when you, at least for a lot of my in-person clients, when they do their first squat, more often than not, uh, it's it looks awful. You know, and it probably feels awful for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so making those little adjustments and then when you you know you say you make a little adjustment to that and then you fix them and they do it and they're like, oh, that felt nicer. Yeah. You know, like yeah. even that little moment of I just improved something in two seconds just by turning my feet out a little bit and maybe thinking about getting keeping my chest up high or something, you know? Yeah. Um, powerful. So yeah, it, it, it's super powerful and it's encouraging to want to keep getting better at it. Yes. Um, and to be totally honest, I think that that is why lifting weights is so, it's like addicting, you know, because you, you get really good at something and then you just want to get better at it. Like, Ooh, how can I make this more complex or harder, harder to do to prove to myself that I am strong and capable and powerful and I can do all this stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Um, all right. So I feel like we should wrap up kind of soon, but, um, one more thing that I think we should all talk about is like our biggest, um, I guess our biggest takeaway, or maybe like something that we've all learned over the course of, of lifting weights and, and what the weights have taught us. Uh, it could be anything to do with confidence or, um, I mean, any, any life morale or whatever, but I guess the big thing, like the big question I have is like, why, like, why are you even lifting weights in the first place? Like, what is it about weightlifting that you love and that you want to share with everyone listening and, and all of your clients in the world? A big um, question, but you know, <laughs> what a great question. We, we got to end on a big note with a bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have 50 things to say to that, but I'm just going to keep it short. Um, <laughs> I would say the first reason that I started lifting weights is so that I could look really good naked. I have <laughs> two <Amen>. kids. <laughs> I had two kids and just the cardio stuff wasn't working. We don't get abs from that. Um, we don't get sleek, sexy muscles, as they like to call it, from cardio. And so for me, strength training was about um, my physique, wanting to look a certain way. And then once I got um, to where I was happy with my physique, it became about performance and about getting stronger. And for me, there's just like a rush when I'm doing like, and I do CrossFit, so it's it's a little crazy sometimes. Um, but there's like a rush for me where I'm doing a super hard workout and, you know, I've got heavy weight on the barbell and then I'm jumping over and doing a million burpees and like just, you know, and there's chalk all over my pants, my hands, my face. I don't know. There's just like something <laughs> exhilarating about that um, and exciting. And cause then later I'm just going to go back and sit at my office and do boring work and then go pick up my kids and be a mom. So it's like for an hour, I can be a complete badass. I was just yeah. going to say, it's like, you're just a total badass, like warrior. <laughs> for one yeah. hour. And then, and then I turn back into the 38 year old mom. Um, but yeah, for <laughs> that one hour, I feel like, you know, I, 
I feel, I feel strong. And I think the surprising thing is um, I'm stronger than I ever thought I was. I think when you go into it, you think you're not strong and then you surprise yourself, which is nice. Cause when you first start lifting you're you get gains on gains on gains for like the first year and then you kind of stall out. Um, but that first year is addicting because you realize that you're stronger than you actually are than you thought you were. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, Nicole, that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right. So two things, ladies. Um, I hear so much. Everybody wants to get toned. Everybody's interested in toning. And it's really important to remember that toning is two things. It's fat loss. It's also muscle building. Strength training is where it's at. I mean, cardio is cool. It's fine if you love it. But if you want to look toned, the weights are where it's at. And so looking good, like Nicole said, looking good naked, that's part of the, <laughs> that's a big part of, of why I strength train. You, you just look good. The other part, um, totally internal. For me, um, it was life-changing. It was life-changing seeing that I could be strong. The sense of accomplishment that I got in the gym, it, you know, I can do hard stuff. I can do really hard stuff. I do really hard stuff all the time. You know, it transfers outside of the gym. This, this sense of bring it on, I can do hard stuff, I get from weightlifting. Um, it, it's, it's everywhere else in my life now, too. So it's the physical, but it's also the mental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amen to that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, um, it was, it's always been about performance for me um, from the get go. I've always wanted to be strong. I'm not athletic. People think I'm this athlete. I am the biggest klutz on the planet. <laughs> so I am not an athlete. I was never in sports, um, but the gym I felt so comfortable in. And I think there was something about me and wanting to be strong um, from the get go. So that's how it's all started. And, and now it's still very much like that. I think what I find now is that it is about physique as well. Um, being my age and wanting to keep building a physique, I'm not done. You know, I want to keep doing that. And by doing that, I'm also building strength. And that will carry me till I'm 100 and whatever. And so that's kind of what drives me now. And the fact that I truly believe I can do anything. I can do anything anyone else can do. And that mindset shift is humongous, especially now um, where people kind of curl up in a shell. My, 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 my colleagues, my, my contemporaries, my high school, I'm going to a 40 year high school reunion this year. Oh my God, shut and, up. That's and, amazing. <laughs> okay. It's, it's insanity. And I am in a different place of life than every single one of them. Well, except for maybe one, he's in the same kind of place I am, but it, it, the confidence that you get that I have gotten and that I think anyone will get from, from being strong is will transfer over to every single thing you do in your life forever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's at. Susan, tell me you're going to wear a sleeveless dress to that reunion. You need to walk in there with your guns blazing. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Your shoulders, Susan, you, are like fire. You are going to blow people's minds. They're going to be like, what in the uh, world? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, a lot of them follow me on Instagram. It's kind of funny. Oh, actually. yeah? A lot of them already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then they're yeah, all a lot of them do. But um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. Because um, I've seen picture. It's it's going to be very interesting. I'm excited um, just to tell them, look, you can do it too. You know, I mean, it's not, I'm, I'm not this special, talented, whatever. I'm someone that just works her ass off. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. You, you can know? use and your you mission statement. It's not too late. You could start it's when you're seven. Never too you late. could start when you're, what doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. And it's not too late to build confidence either, you know, and that's what it does for all of us. I think. Yes. yes. Yeah, I agree. Oh man, you guys nailed it out of the park. That was good. That was so succinct too. I was expecting that to be like a 20 minute answer. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably a conglomerate of everything you guys just said. Uh, but for me, I think uh, it because it's also, I mean, it's relatively new compared to you guys. But um, for me, I think lifting really just like helped me discover my inner strength one but also uh that like 
you can put anything you set your mind to, like you can do it. Um, and it's something that, that was so cheesy that my parents used to always tell me growing up and I'd be like, yeah, mom and dad, cool. Like, shut up. Like, I, you don't need to tell me that. Like, I can't do things, you know, but they were right. And I, I think I just, I use that philosophy with all of my clients too, like just telling them that they are capable and they are strong. And the only reason why I know that for them is because someone told me that when I started lifting, like you can do that. And as soon as you realize like, oh, wow, holy shit, like I actually am able to do this and I probably can do it more than I think I can. And realizing that, like having that self-realization is is so incredible and fulfilling and and the confidence you get from it. I mean, it's like, it's like no other, like it, it's like, we all now have online businesses that we wouldn't have started if we didn't have these experiences, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Never would have happened. Yeah. I mean, you know, for you, Susan, like you were, you were a guidance counselor, right? In your, in your earlier life. And who knows, maybe you would have just retired and like gone on with your life and done something else. And, um, like for me, I was an architect, like that's, thought that's the path I thought I was going to go down but once I kind of discovered this it's almost like I unlocked like an an extra level in life that's how I see Mm -hmm. it like oh my god this is so cool like why don't more people know about this this is like (laughs) and I think that's exactly it like I just want to share that with everyone like this is awesome you can be such a better version of yourself like you have the power to be x y or z whatever you want to do if you tell yourself you can do it you can and I think the weight's prove that to you because if you go into the gym yeah. saying I can't do a push-up well guess what you're not gonna freaking do a push-up because yeah, do you're it. gonna tell yourself <laughs> you can't yeah. uh, and, it, and it translates outside like if you want a new job and you tell like well I'm probably not gonna get the job anyways well you're right like whether you can or when you know that quote it's like whether you think you can or can't you're right you're right uh correct it's I think the weights will very um very like I don't know um ungraciously show you that like yep you're right (laughs) yeah you know you know sam and what's interesting about being in your time of life is that you're building all of this now when i was your age i was an idiot (laughs) i I was i I didn't know what i was doing right there with a new teacher you know i was a new teacher and just making every mistake ever you know it was just i look back on that and think i'm horrified but you're you're at the mindset of what it, you know what it can do for you you've started a business so young and you're helping people at this age you build it now i mean and gosh yes you have build it now so that when you're my age you are going to be like kicking ass and i can't wait to see you i know <laughs> I mean, it's it's I, I seriously you are like light years ahead of where people like my age, when we were your age, we were doing nothing like what you're doing. And so the fact that you have your head wrapped around it like this now is, is amazing. It's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's awesome well, for me to sit here and see, <laughs> you know, I think of it like compound interest, you know, yes. like if you, uh, if you put, you know, whatever, 50 bucks in an, a savings account now, like when you, when you're like 20 and you do that every month until you're 60, the amount of interest you're going to get is insane. Like, even if you were to wait till you're 25 or you're to wait to wait till you're 30, the difference in that amount is going to be substantial. Uh, I think I kind of think of it that way. Like, okay, even if I'm not perfect now, at least I'm starting. You're right. So, I mean, that can be for anyone listening, like no matter how old you are. And like, that's like Susan's like tagline, you know, it's probably her middle name by now. Like it's never too (laughs) late to start. And I think it's it's so freaking true, whether you're, it doesn't matter how old or how unfit you are or unhealthy or overweight, like just, just start. It could be anything. It could be lifting weights. It could be moving. It could be eating a little bit better, sleeping more, anything to do with bettering yourself. It's like, if you, if you say, oh, I'll do it then. Like you're never going to do it. Cause like it then is never yeah. going to be the right time. It's like, the yeah. It's freaking and, now. And don't wait till you feel like you know enough to get started because you're never going to feel that way. Get started and figure it out as you go. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that wraps things up. I think we just like kind of, you guys nailed it out of the park for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need um, a group high five. I know. You need like a, a bird call or like a, a bird call. <laughs> there's no visual, so we have to have the audio. We'll, we'll work on that for the next episode. 
um so yeah for everyone listening we're going to be doing one of these episodes every month and each month will be a new topic uh we will be curating the topics but if you all have suggestions then feel free to give us feedback um I think let's just go around in in a circle in order of age I guess I'll start with website Instagram and if you have your own podcast, what it's called, just as a refresher, so that everyone can find all of us um, and where we're at. And I will put a link um, in this podcast to everyone's information so that we can find all of, all of each other. Uh, but for me, my uh, website is Balance with Sam. And my uh, podcast is also called Balance with Sam Podcast. And my Instagram handle is Salty Lifts. Sam Altieri, people used to call me Salty, and I lift weights, so Salty Lifts. Uh, so that's me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Salty. Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can find me on my website. It's energyfitness.com. So that's N-E-R-G fitness.com. I'm, I'm on Instagram as N-M-G-U-E-R-R-E-T-T-E. Um, that's N-M Garrett. Um, and then I also have a podcast as well. It's called the Finding Your Strength Podcast. So I can help you find your strength in the gym, in the kitchen, and in your life. Awesome. You can, find, you can find me at Kim Schlag Fitness. So my website is Kim Schlag Fitness. I'm on Facebook there and on Instagram as Kim Schlag Fitness. So keep that really simple. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. So you can certainly reach out to me there. I also have a podcast, the Fitness Simplified Podcast, because that is what I'm all about is simplifying this so it can happen in your life wherever you are now. Awesome. Love it. And last but not least, Susan. Yeah, pulling up the rear. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, my website is susanniebergolfitness.com. I am on Instagram at susanniebergolfitness. I am also on Facebook, susanniebergolfitness. Uh, Twitter at susanniebergolfitness. Uh, Susan yeah, it's all susanniebergolfitness, actually. <laughs> okay. um, and it's also, it's, it's, it's the same thing. And um my uh, podcast is the strong and lean at any age podcast. And I, I uh, focus primarily on sending out the message that it's never too late to uh, change anything. Hell yeah. Love wow. It. You guys are all such badasses. <laughs> it's you so too. cool. <laughs> the four yeah. of us, we will conquer the world. Be prepared. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Decades of strength. <laughs> I do imagine, uh, I do imagine having like some cover art of like the four of us with like, uh, like shields and these like, <laughs> huge artillery like war- rifles or machines. Yeah. Just, like, ah! <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to Photoshop that. <laughs> Let's make that happen. That would be amazing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, be sure to give us feedback. It will be on on all of the podcast streaming uh, services, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those things. Um, And let us know what you think. And if you have suggestions for topics, you can reach out to us on Instagram, through email, or through our Facebook or websites. Um, And we hope you guys enjoy the Decades of Strength. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Awesome. Talk to you all soon, and we will catch up next month. All right. Bye, ladies. Okay. Bye. Bye. Beautiful. Love you. Love you all.